You are listening to the Psyfidelity Podcast, episode 163, The Uncanny Stephen Hawking. Here on the Psyfidelity Podcast, we like to swear occasionally, tell the random crude joke. Hopefully you will enjoy this as well and you can come along for the ride. But if you don't, don't say we didn't warn you. As an aside, um, so that I can get Brian to say something uh, <laughs> before we <laughs> exclude him again, I, I did just I did just watch the uh, season finale of Doctor Who for this season. Oh, okay. I I think they might have jumped the shark for me. I kind of don't like that bullshit. So I'm not sure, Brian. I think I don't know that they want me to watch. I, I really think that they don't want me as a viewer. That's what Brian, I'm getting at. I got to be perfectly honest with you, Patrick. I'm surprised to hear that you're still watching Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> what is that I, I enjoyed it, but it was a it was a continuity puzzle, which I'm enough of a Doctor Who continuity whore that I was absolutely <laughs> down with that. But I'm not entirely sure if you don't give a shit about Doctor Who continuity, does that episode work? And I'm not really sure. Apparently, according to you, it does not. So the, you know, yeah, Brian, I think you're just an apologist. Like they could pretty much do anything. They could show I don't know, an elephant's butthole for 45 minutes. You'd be like, I don't fully understand the episode, but I liked it. <laughs> no, hey, that's pretty much. And welcome to the Cyfidelity Podcast. I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. The TARDIS sound effect is often described as sounding like an elephant, but usually the noise that comes out the other end. Yes. You know what's funny? I actually, ah. I haven't watched like Doctor Who in two, at least three seasons and I believe I know what you're talking about because I stopped caring about spoilers about a year ago (laughs) (laughs) and I was like fuck it I'll watch it when I watch it I'm probably not going to remember any of this shit by the time I'm actually watching the episodes So, fair point. Yeah, I think I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah, I thought this last <laughs> season was significantly stronger than the season that came before, but uh, as far as Jodie Whittaker's run went, but um, so yeah, I would say that this season the stories are the stories are better, but um, I don't know if we want to keep it in. I'm pretty sure all the people that actually care about Doctor Who watched it, you know, the night it came out, so it's not probably going to be a spoiler to anybody that gives a shit. Um, and this will be coming out in like seven years, twenty twenty one. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so um, so basically, what they did was they basically say, and, and this is now, this might not be a blanket thing. This is a pet peeve of mine where 
the only way that anybody can do anything special is if that person is extraordinary. This is what we fell into with, you know, the new Star Wars, where, oh, Rey has to be related to somebody that matters because she just can't be some random person with some midichlorians that can do shit, right? Yeah, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. And, and so, so basically what they did with, the, with Doctor Who is they're like, oh, hey, Doctor, you are super-duperty special. You're like the most specialist Time Lord that has ever been special. Not because you were some kid that said, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to steal a ship and just go and have adventures. Oh, no. This is some deep thing into the lore and all this other random bullshit, which I don't even know that you need. I don't know what value that brings you. To, to have that sitting there. Hopefully that will pay off in some story. I, I don't... I, I, I don't know. It's, you know, for... And, and I'm not saying that I am, like, you know, a true Whovian, because I just started in 2005, but for a new Who fan... That, that, that qualifies you as a Doctor Who fan if you've been watching it for that long. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> when, for the new Who... What year did you start watching it in? Two, in it was the a, year 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're crossing the streams. You're crossing the streams. I'm sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, you know, nice, fun little episodes. Okay, so people get vaporized. We fix it. All right. Oh no. Okay, it's the end of the season. Somebody's gonna die. Ah, it's fine. Oh, maybe we got to get rid of a companion. But this, this just, this is driving down into like this depth of, of just, I don't know, just darkness. Which is just, uh, and this is separate from the reveal for the Doctor, the Master is back, and he's just, you know, and I'm sure the Master kills lots of people. I remember when he uh, came back with David Tennant, he murdered a bunch of people, but, you know, he seemed more crazy then, so it's like, alright, he can't help it, because he's a little bit insane, versus now, he's just like, oh no, I'm just a sociopath, I just like, I just like murdering people. Maybe that's how he's always been. I don't know. The way they're filming the show, it has it has a little bit more weight to it since it's not as light and fun. And I was like, man, guys, and they stay dead. <laughs> yeah, and everybody like everybody stays dead. It's, and it's not like like a little thing, right? Like I watch enough sci-fi, I can pull myself back enough to go like, okay, all right, they blew up a city. That's bad. All right, that's a bad person. This person's like, oh no, I'm wiping out. Entire civilizations. I'm like, come on, guys. You don't have to. You don't have to go that far. You can, you know, they're bad people. They don't have to kill everybody. They just got to kill a few. I, I, I am definitely dislike the Doctor Who's rut that it's fallen into. That they need to threaten the entire universe for the season finale every single season. I would prefer smaller. And not every season has done that. There have been a few where the stakes were smaller and more personal, and I would appreciate that. They, I think, they tried to counterpoint that with a very personal story about the Doctor. Um, as to your, I, why does everyone have to be special? That is a baked into the title for this franchise, Doctor Who, the mystery of what is what is the mysterious, wondrous, strange, perhaps dangerous backstory to this character. I, I, I mean, maybe we're tired of it, but it is it is baked into the basic premise of the show that there are mysteries about the doctor. And every now and then we should get to peel back a layer of the onion and learn a few new things that we did not learn before. Um, now, that said, you can argue about whether or not they did a good job of the presentation or whether or not these secrets in are, are interesting or just lame. But uh, I think the doctor is never going to be an everyman. The doctor is never going to be uh, just just a. Uh, 
uh, Ray from nowhere. Um, that is that is not it, baked into the show is the idea that the Doctor is some special, unique thing. Um, it's in the title. But uh, the, so the Doctor is not Spider Man. The Doctor is Superman. You're not meant to empathize yeah. with Superman. You're just meant to look at the shining example. Yeah. Well, but and and, and <laughs> okay, but that okay. Yeah. So so say the Doctor is Superman, right? Superman was very clearly special. That's what he's built on. So he was yeah. special from the get go. Like this is the one. The well, he was the one survivor until they're like, well. Yeah. Everybody survived. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But he was, <laughs> he was the one survivor. And you're like, look, this is special. He's different. It's done. The doctor was like, yeah, I'm different. I didn't fall into the dogma of the Time Lords. I ran away. That's fine. At a certain point, when you start like trying to say, oh, and this is what happens, or this is what happened to make this person whatever, like that's always going to fall flat. I go back to the Wolverine reveal of Wolverine's origin. And he's like, oh, okay, here's his backstory. Like, you know what? It should just not have been there. Just leave it. Because it's it's kind of lame, right? Like, no matter whatever it is, if you once you once you lay it out, it's just lame. It's been like Well, okay. I one couldn't I mean, there was a story that dealt with midway through the season mm. that dealt with the big twist at the end of the season. Um, and one could make the argument that if they'd not put this story at the end and we just dealt with that, that surprise character showing up midway through the season, that just would have raised a lot of questions, but not explained anything. And maybe that would have been more, even more true to the title, you know, of not, not clearing up these, these details about the doctor's backstory. So yeah, maybe, maybe they spelled it out too much. Uh, I, I, as I said, I'm enough of a continuity horror that I enjoyed it, but I, I, I admit, I don't know if this is really going to be good entertainment for other people who I don't care about apologist. that stuff. <laughs> okay. I, who is it that said questions are better than answers? Hmm. I don't remember. I will say yeah. this. I, I definitely have a comment that I could say on this that I think affects both Wolverine and Doctor Who. I think this is the inherent danger of having a story go on this so this long. At some point, it just becomes less interesting. It's that's my general viewpoint yeah. on the things that just go on for fifty years. At some point, uh, it's just not as interesting anymore. You just hate <laughs> no, no, no. You just hate things that don't end. That's your own. That's your own bias. I, I do. I do. No, no. I just found out the. De- go ahead. It's not like genuine mysteries don't persist. There's shit that we're just never going to figure out. Fifty years, hundred years, thousand years, whatever. We're just not going to ever figure it out. So there is no need to delve into these things for a backstory and craft one up, right? We don't, we don't have to do it. Not eventually, not at some point. There's not a absolute need for it in order to continue telling as, stories. As long of as you character. don't name your show Doctor Who, I would tend to agree with you. <laughs> I would what say I agree with you, Steve. The issue is uh. you have to basically bake that into the creation that you're doing and make sure every TV writer or comic book writer (laughs) or anybody that's coming on agrees to that ahead of time, 50 years in advance. That's the difference. I don't disagree with you, but at some point, somebody's going to come along and say, I'm going to tell the origin of this character. It's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Well, it's just a bad choice. 
It's just a bad choice. I don't choice. even entirely disagree with you. And yeah. this is coming from someone I like Origins. Um so I but no I one agree. Is gonna there compete. are some characters I will agree that Wolverine works better when you don't know his backstory. But my thing was is the character's been around 50 years at some point. They weren't the argument that Marvel made was and I don't entirely disagree, was the movies are getting to a point where they clearly desperately want to tell the origin. So let's just put the origin out there before they do so that we can control the narrative. So then, then like, they can I make Wolverine X-Men Origins. <laughs> so that yeah, was okay, a great well, that was that. a great thing that they did. Yeah. No, no, it was a terrible fucking movie. Uh, I don't agree. The, in the comic world, origin stories and characters and character arcs and even just the whole premise of a character gets scraped clean and rebooted and characters die and get reborn and retold and redesigned all the time. That's not really the case for Doctor Who. It's happened, I mean, other than but they, they new Doctor Who. reboot the Doctor, yeah. No, they do. <laughs> and that's right. where the Who comes from, right, but, is who is this person when they reboot. But it's still the same but, Doctor. I, yeah, I agree with Steve. Regeneration doesn't Basically, not mean we have thing. to give the origin story now. No, I, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Regeneration yeah. doesn't negate what you're saying. No, it yeah. doesn't at all. Except, so, I, I, okay. So here's the deal, right? They, you get a new doctor, and then they get he gets new companions. He or she gets new companions, and then they, and then they go over that original story, right? And. Mm. Like every time, it's like, oh, what happened? Oh, yeah, I stole the ship. And sometimes they're glib about it, and sometimes they're all sorrowful about it, and blah blah blah. But it's always been the same story. And now today, we're well, like three months ago, because who really gives a shit anymore? Um, they're like, all right, no, 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 it's not even that story. Doctor doesn't even know what their own story is because there's this other shit, yeah. and it's a whole mystery. Woo! I don't give a. Fuck. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. I believe this outrage. For some reason, they feeling. decided not to play. Yeah. 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 I guess I, part of the reason I wasn't outraged at this or even surprised is these story ideas were already in the novels and in fan communities eh. for decades. Oh, fair enough. I kind of basically believed 80% of the revelations in that episode was already in my head canon. So it was just, oh, cool. Now it's on TV. Now it's TV level continuity. So <laughs> I will say Patrick's reaction to this episode, know. which I haven't seen. Marvel's, ironically, my reaction to the just endless loop of like, Pat, uh, Steve was saying, uh, comic books, there's rebirth and there's death and there's all this stuff and it goes on endlessly. Yeah. And at some point I just got tired of it and I was like, I'm sorry. I like endings to reiterate what was said earlier. The fact that this goes on forever is irritating. <laughs> yes. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like watching the, a lottery drawl and all, and all of the balls are in the little hopper. And they're all just bubbling up to the top and falling back down and churning over and over again. Except these are characters bubbling up, dying, falling down, coming back up to the top over and over and over again. It's whole story arcs, whole you know, everything over and over again. And so you get invested in one and they're like, okay, well, it turns out that a pocket universe is enveloping this one and everyone is getting sucked through a small porthole the size of a pin. And they're all going to be cosmic dust, and um, we're just going to start again tomorrow. How about that? Um, I think you watch. Yeah. I, I think you. I think you read too much DC because in as in, as, I, <laughs> as I remember my reading in Marvel, 
Like, that didn't really happen. Like, if, if somebody died, they were dead for, like, a good decade or so before someone's like, all right, all right, we can bring this fucker back again, all right? It, it, it kind of depends on what you were reading. Like, they've definitely gotten back to that, but they, for a while there, Marvel also had a problem with, we kill a character and they show up again two years later. Oh, wait, was this, was this the shitty late 90s, early aughts <laughs> where I wasn't reading because it was bullshit? Yes. There you yes. go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I will say in the last decade, they have realized, okay, if you're going to kill a character, you should, you know, kill that character at least for a decade. Yeah. I mean, Jean Grey was at least dead for a decade. (laughs) The peril of death has no meaning. Exactly. You know, you threaten, oh, hey, look, we're just going to extinguish you, and uh, your character goes, yeah, all right, I'll see you in 45 minutes. Let's do this. (laughs) Or, or, I'm going to go back to the respawn. I'll be right back. Because... I actually have been reading a lot of Marvel lately, and it's, it's little things like the revelation that apparently the uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are no longer Magneto's kids, and they're not technically mutants. And I'm Fuck like, that. okay, well, I can imagine why they made that change. Um, yeah. No, fuck that, man. They, that's, that's what editors are for. Editors are there for narrative continuity and you know mm. quality. And to say, you know what? That might be an interesting story. Here's a what if comic. Write that. Uh, but the main continuity yes. is uh, is going to stay pure. How about it. that? You dig Have bag? you ever thought about having a job at Marvel, Patrick? Because I think uh, why don't we just start with DC? It's a little easier to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Especially these days, given that uh, DC is struggling. <laughs> yeah, they're circling the drain right now. Yeah, I understand. They're kind of circling the drain. Well. I I feel kind of bad for them, but they are certainly struggling. I, I don't think that any of you do, but if you were watching The Flash this season, yeah, yeah, they're just uh, they're, well, they're fucking done. It's I been about was that I don't know. It's been about two decades since I went into an actual comic book store to pick up comics that I was buying. Yeah, on the regular. Uh, so it's longer than that for me. <laughs> Well, that's what I've been doing lately. I, I've been actually using my Marvel Unlimited and DC Universe because uh, I have accounts in both, uh, more Marvel Unlimited than DC. I've definitely realized that Marvel and DC have different feels for me. When I want to watch basically something like Aliens or something that seems grounded in somewhat reality but is still out there, I read Marvel. When I want to watch Lord of the Rings where it's just <laughs> fantastical, just I don't it doesn't really matter cuz this is more about themes and and metaphors and this is not at all realistic. <laughs> That's when I read DC. <laughs> the era of your choice matters a lot too because that is they've true. evolved over time. Yeah. Yes. So, so on my including quality, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like on my Marvel Unlimited, like I am, I am very firmly. I, I've read, I've read some new stuff, like a good chunk of new stuff. But whenever, like, I finish, like, I oh, what's this? And then I read it. And when it's done, I'm like, hmm, let's jump back to '88. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> John Burns, Alan Davis, storytelling was different. Some Chris Claremont. Oh yeah, yeah. 
We're diving into like character themes and oh, you're di- you're jumping into pre-image Mark Silvestri. Damn. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> like you know, I'm going through Excalibur right now, right? And it was like, and it was just like, a, oh hey, yeah, I remember I saw this one character, and so I'll just read this one issue that this thing is in that they made a reference to, and I'm like, you know what? No, this is sweet. I like this. Let's 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 run through this, right? This is back when. Um, <laughs> You know, Nightcrawler can only teleport like once a day because he was in the Morlock tunnels. He got injured. And so, you know, he's trying to get his powers back. Kitty can't even keep her shape unless she really concentrates. She's immaterial all the fucking time. And they're like dealing with this. And like every other issue is like, ah, and all my friends are dead. Like they just keep throwing that back up. To just remind you that the world thinks the X Men have been murdered, yeah. you know, but but they weren't. Oh yeah, that's true. They weren't. They uh, they faked their own deaths they so were, that yeah, um, they were hiding out in Australia. So they were hiding out because they're like, you know what? I think we can do more good if our enemies aren't always coming for us. Because I don't know if you know this, <laughs> the mansion gets blown up like every other year now, and it just costs way too much <laughs> to rebuild it every time. People won't send the kids it's here. Ridiculous. It's all fucked up. The cost in lumber alone you know, you is know what's nuts. <laughs> that shit's true in the movies now, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Whoever, whoever is insuring, that so. must be like a state farm shit where they're like, yeah, we've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, we need to talk about your premium because, boy, howdy. <laughs> so, I've been, I stopped reading comic books on a regular basis when I had my rage uh, around 2007, mm-hmm. 2005, 2006. So I basically lately have been kind of picking up where I stopped off to just trying to read forward because I, I really want to read Avengers versus X-Men. I've heard it was cool, so I want to read it. But I want to read the stuff that leads up to it because I have a Marvel Unlimited account and there's no reason that I can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's nothing so, stopping I, you but you. Yeah. No, I know. I want to read it. So, But the, the thing that I, I, I'm, I'm being reminded why... Maybe some the lesser like comic book movies don't bother me as much because I'm being reminded of when I read comic books, you have to slog through a long journey of some so-so comics with some good comics mixed in. And then you get to like House of M. I reread House of M because I actually read it back when it came out and I was like, okay, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) But the 30 or so issues of all these different comics that led up to it. I mean, they were all right. They were basically Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, Aww. I didn't hate that, but I could have maybe... I, if I hadn't watched it, I would have been fine. <laughs> I'm going to take umbrage on that, son. Uh, <laughs> I like me some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, you can go... I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'm starting to recognize mm. that I think the MCU may have remolded my brain to... Maybe I just like... Like the Civil Wars and the House of M's uh, and the, the big stories and the all the stuff conflict. in the middle. Yeah. Eh, I don't, I don't oh, you're know what those time for you're anymore. You're one of those fucks. All right. You know, I don't, big, I don't big, know how much war. I care. I got it. I don't, I don't know how much I care about the melodrama of whether or not Rogue and Gambit are ever going to be able to fuck. I don't <laughs> <laughs> okay, but are they, though? Um, because... You know what, Michael? If As she can someone, get her shit together and make it happen, I, I feel like you're taking for granted the fact that you can fuck, and you don't know how important that is to people that can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get that that's important. I get how that's a thing. But I'm like, I'm reading an adventure, and I have to keep stopping to deal with this, and I just don't know how much I care. You, you, you kind of sound like Patrick. Thank you. I like the adventure, and now I have to stop for all this character development. That's pretty apt, I was just going to say that. I'm like, this is actual <laughs> character development 
<laughs> and here's the, here's the thing. Welcome to I'm the party, okay with Michael. That if we're telling a story that just goes on for like, look, if it was a comic that ran for three years, I'd be all for this shit. But this is I the same you. story they've been telling for 15 years. Yeah, yeah it turns out you only like the parts you like. I get it. <laughs> so wait, you're sorry. No, you're like, I, I, that's what I'm saying. You're like, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, uh, I'm just supposed to get over the fact that I can't touch another human being. All right, cool, whatever. It's like uh, walk yeah. it off. <laughs> You guys have been trying no, to fuck a for 15 years. At some point, when do you just say, okay, Rogue, I'm, I'm sorry. I got to bounce. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you know what to love be, is? To be, fair, to be fair, that was actually the story that was being told in the issue where they were saying, at what point is there a breaking point? And I'm like, that's fair. I get that this is the story you're actually telling. I'm just... When I was reading this storyline in Jim Lee's X-Men back in the late 90s, and we're still telling this damn story. All right, let's... I'm a little tired of going to clarify. I mean, in Jim Lee's X-Men, Gambit was like, hey, oh, I want to hit that. And Rogue's like, ah, whatever. You're you're just some dirty, some dirty Cajun that I might want to fuck. But that's whatever. That's fine. It just, that was kind of on the low. Now they're like in love. Like, let's get married. Let's like name our babies and shit that's 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 been a progression like an actual progression because no. guess what and you think you get the professor involved as like look we got this problem we got to get this fucking solved well it, and, and you know science it's, well, it's no, not like they fucked up they got emma frost involved yeah. and that's where you <laughs> fucked up <laughs> yeah that's not good that doesn't seem like a good idea and, no. and you know, it's not like that's we could not spend, a performance enhancer at all it's not like we could spend all of our time in couples counseling because i don't know if you know this Phalanx Covenant is here. These fucking humans that hate fucking mutants are here. Everybody <laughs> lost the fucking power. Oh, Sentinels over here. Oh, shit. You know, it, it's going to take a long time, yeah. Michael. Well, I, well, I will tell you the thing. You talk about character development. I'll tell you, they got married recently because Rogue has actually developed the ability to actually after 30 years of going to the school she finally learned how to turn on and off her power that's actual character development that i see like a change actually happened no 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 I have to say, Patrick, as somebody who liked the X-Men films and has always been curious about the comics, the more you complain, the more I'm like, this sounds like a cool story. I kind of want to read this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should, Brian. The shit's good. I don't good. know. I suppose if it's 15 years worth of comics, maybe I don't want to read it. I no, don't know. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Do. I said, you love continuity. I said, you would dive into yeah. it and wrap yourself in it like a blanket. <laughs> oh, oh. And I just might, to be I clear, might. Brian. When I said 15 years of continuity, I was just talking about Rogue and Gambit. No, it's like 40 oh, yeah. years of continuity. Yeah. Well, I know that. I, I, I meant this actual story between the two of them sounds fun. But And, and Michael, so. so so the thing with the X-Men is, is that you get all these cool powers, but there's always a trade-off, right? Like the X-Men are the closest to like magic, right? Where there's always a cost, right? Mm. And so you get all these people. You got, you know, Cyclops can shoot the beams, but he can't turn the shit off. And Rose can can absorb it. She can't have any power, but she can't turn that off. So she can't like touch anybody. Nightcrawler's awesome. He can teleport, but he looks like the fucking devil. You know, like all this shit. Oh, magic. I can create, you know, teleportation discs. Unfortunately, I'm also half demon because I got trapped in, you know, some demon limbo when I was six and I had to learn some eldritch magic so I could get the fuck out. You know, all of this stuff, right? And so when you're like, oh, she finally learned. I liked the fact that 
some of these mutations were not instant superpowers. Like there were some downsides to them and you just had to learn mm. to live with them, right? Like you do with it Different what you can. Is always better. Yeah, but sometimes like sometimes you just can't like that was the thing with Cannonball, right? You know, Cannonball whenever he's flying around, he's got this uh force field around him that you can't break. And they're always like, "Hey, try to turn that on without blasting all over the place." And he's like, mm. "Kind of doesn't work that way." But I'm, you know, I'm working on it. And and I like that it was, I'm working on it, but I might never get there. I might, oh God, damn cat's licking its fucking hand in front of me. Um, <laughs> That's its bandage. I, I know, I know what the fuck it is. I can see it. It's in my face, Brian. It's in my fucking face. Um, anyway, sorry. So I... <laughs> So I like that part. The fact that 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 the fact that she couldn't turn her powers off was not just a shortcoming on her part of like, well, why don't mm-hmm. you just try harder, bitch, and then learn to turn the shit off, as opposed to being, look, this is I, just how I am. Not all the powers come out perfect. No, no, I I don't disagree with you. I just I disagree on how long I find that interesting, because you know, yeah, for wow. the seventies and eighties and nineties, I thought that was very interesting. This character's been around now for 30 years. At some point, I I either need to move on to another character or... Holy shit. It would be nice if some progression Hey, hey Michael, happened. you know, some people have disabilities like their whole life. <laughs> like, they don't, just, they don't just grow out of that shit. Yes, and I'm not reading a, a continuous comic of that character for 30 years. <laughs> uh, look here, uh, Professor X. If you don't get your ass about It's not really interesting anymore. Is she like 50 you. years old now or Hold something? On. Hold on. What are you is saying? she like Steve? 50 no. years old now because it's 30 no, years after we, she was introduced? <laughs> you know how time works in comic books, man. <laughs> not, not entirely, no. Like one day, <laughs> Nobody knows how it works in comic books. <laughs> one day in comics land is like a decade in like reader land, man. Like it, You'll be reading that shit. Like all these people are basically the same. I think, I think what was it? Uh... It's like what a decade is a year or something like that because Kitty was finally old enough to get yeah, married and she was 15 yeah. when she joined the team in the 80s. So, yeah, I long ago I just accepted that it doesn't make sense and that I don't, I'm not trying to figure out how time actually progresses. It would seem because like technically that just... Magneto is still technically an, an Auschwitz survivor, <laughs> and I'm it, like, it would seem like this would works. reinforce your problem of nothing changes yeah. if they don't even age either. If that, Listen, that's one uh, more thing I, they've taken away from them. I know you're a paraplegic and that's tragic, but I'm done <laughs> being upset about your pain. So could you just stop that? I'm sick of your paraplegic stories. Here's the thing. The reason why I don't feel bad agreeing to that is because I have been reading this for 30 years. At some point, I'm allowed to not be interested in this anymore. I get it. I get it. Stairs are a giant problem for you. But I'm done giving a shit. Hey, Stephen Hawking. um, Yeah, I know. I know. You've got the thing. You're in the wheelchair. If you could just... Could you just like shuffle away so we can get like some other smart person <laughs> in here? Because I, I give zero <laughs> fucks about the story hey, anymore. I'll tell you what. I'm just not going to look anymore. Okay? I'll tell you what. I don't want to see that, but what you're All the interest with Stephen Hawking is you just read a couple of stories about the interesting days he had, which culminated to maybe a month's worth of stories. Now try reading about that guy's everyday life for 30 years. <laughs> And tell me you're still interested 30 years down the line. 
true. The movie, the movie was really good, but I don't know about thirty years. No, no, no. He makes movie. it sound like it, he makes it sound like he's Spider Man. Like he's the only guy there. It would be like if Stephen Hawking is living with The Rock and uh, Vin doing Diesel a daily vlog. and like all yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. and all the people. And you're like, you know what? Right. And what I did was I stopped reading about Stephen Hawking and I went over to Vin Diesel. Oh. Like every now and again, every now and again, Stephen Hawking rolls into the, into the room to get some in food. the comic. And he's like, and Michael's like, because uh, I can skip this page. Could you reel the fuck out of here? Interesting people are living. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Bloody, bloody, blah, bitch. I ain't Look, got time for your drama. Just go away long enough for when you show up again. I'm like, oh, I remember you. What you been up to, man? <laughs> he rolls in and he's like, he's got he gets the computer to say, uh, I have bed sores. Could someone change me? And I was like, God damn it, every time. Uh, Look, Every fucking day, apparently, I was this bed or that. Why, why don't you get kidnapped? Have some new stories to tell. Shit. Apparently, I'm not the only one that feels this way, given God the damn. whole thing that went around the world called Star Wars fatigue. I don't yeah. know that I agree with Star Wars fatigue, but that's essentially what they were no. saying. Uh, you put out too much of this shit, I'm tired of it. Star Wars. I want to watch Here's the thing. Star Wars fatigue was because the Star Wars wasn't good. If the Star Wars was excellent, there would be no fatigue. Right? How much money well, did everyone was talking exactly about Star right. Wars fatigue, and then it, the Mandalorian came out, and suddenly when everyone was <laughs> exactly. like, "Yay!" So exactly right. <laughs> All of a sudden, the fatigue is like, "Can I get some more?" Hey, man, you got some more yeah. of that uh, Mandalorian? Yeah. It's like that shell. I need Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda immediately. Stat. <laughs> It's like that Shel Silverstein poems. Like, oh, I'm so tired and I'm sick and I can't go to school. Wait, is it Saturday? Yeah, I'm good. No, let's get the fuck up out of here. Exactly. <laughs> and if you don't know who Shel Silverstein is, you need to remedy that right away. Find a library and go alone because COVID. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the 2020 name drop, mic drop for cause COVID. That's the Rona, yo. The Rona. The Rona. Get a book, put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> Leave it in the corner for like a week. <laughs> and that's right. You're going to pay the late fee, but you won't have the Rona on you. <laughs> we, we do have in our apartment the Rona box. It's the box right when you walk in. Put your goddamn shoes in that box. Now, I don't know how, that shit all around my apartment. <laughs> I don't know how you exchange currency in the Rona world because I haven't had to do that here. I have not participated in that exchange. Mm. But um, I'm gonna have to figure that shit out. Eh. Uh it's uh it, it's uh using a credit card and then wiping that shit down with a quiet wipe when I get home. <laughs> Well, actually, you. to be honest, it's more like putting it in my wallet and then just putting my wallet away because I'm not going outside again for a week. Yeah. Um. <laughs> mm, I got something. Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you about something, something that you can do without exposing yourself to the Rona. Yeah. Go to SciFiShow.net. And while you're there, you can Rona free, get subscribed to this show, and it will magically, uh, technically appear in your podcast player of choice because you have a subscription. And uh, if you're more technically inclined, we have RSS, and it's really easy to subscribe that way. Or if you just want to use your browser subscription service, 
Firefox and Chrome both allow you to subscribe. We're on the Apple to Apple iTunes subscription uh, podcast service. Uh, yeah, so we're on Facebook and Twitter. And if you want to send us feedback, it's feedback at sci-fi show.net. We'd like you to leave us a review wherever you go to look for podcasts. You know, whatever you think is fair, five or nothing, get lost. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. Just a madman with a box. Is that Gambit? Oh, right. We started talking about Doctor Who. I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) That was like four days ago. A man in his box.